Hello everyone and welcome to another week on A Climb on the Mile. Um, in this week's episode we're going to be talking about the culture at medical school. Gigi, how has your week been? Thanks JJ. Um, my week has been, actually it's been quite long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, we we just finished uh, one of our blocks so, and we're about to start another one so I felt like this p- past week we it was a bit laid back but at the same time it felt like it dragged on quite a bit but yeah mm-hmm. but um glad we got through the week i s- sort of enjoying my weekend trying to relax trying to get in some rest as much as possible before we start back on monday yeah how about you mm-hmm. um yeah my week has been long as well um and yeah like you said the last week of the um the first rotation and it feels almost like it's surreal it doesn't (laughs) feel like we've had seven weeks of our first rotation at all no it feels like we've just started um so yeah that was kind of like weird in a way but also nice because you can look back on how far you've come mm-hmm. um yeah and yeah. that's pretty much it yeah because i remember i remember when we started the first week of our rotation of this previous rotation that we just finished it was i remember yeah. the first day it was so daunting because you're literally thrown in to the deep end you need to try to figure things out you're independent you have to be proactive try to actively seek out opportunities to do anything really try to immerse yourself um among discussion between you know discussions in the wards or yeah it's it just felt like quite different quite different from while being in uni so yeah i remember being so nervous and thinking my goodness please may we get really kind staff or you know healthcare professionals that we'll be working with who'll be supportive who would you know call us to like learn specific things because i get it the hospital environment it's it's very busy so whenever i remember whenever we saw like doctors keen to teach I used to be like really happy and grateful for that opportunity because (laughs) it's not as easy as doctors volunteering their time all the time to medical students because they have a busy ward for example during ward rounds they might give you time and teach but sometimes you just don't get that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i agree i remember the first day as well you're kind of like (laughs) thrown into the deep end and um you know our block lead it's kind of like yes off you go to the ward and that's it and then you're like well what what are we supposed to do you know that's there's no i mean understandably there's no real structure but it just it's completely different from going to um pre-clinical to um, clinical and then um, I'm sure it will be the same like with the next rotation because again you're in a new place you're Mm -hmm. now seeing new people 
um and yeah and it's it's interesting because by the end of your seven weeks it's it's then when you only get to know everybody really well and then yes all of a sudden you're going <laughs> your personal um, ways and you're thinking oh now yeah. you have to make acquaintance all over again with new people and you're thinking yeah. oh there we go again <laughs> yeah absolutely and do you remember and it's sorry sorry. no i was saying do you remember like every time we've been in the hospital and you have your scrubs on it was quite interesting that how much weight scrubs have in hospitals because people expect you to have answers to things so for example like patients would just stop you like oh could you direct me to this and sometimes i'm just like oh this is just my second week I wish I could help. But then you're trying to like yeah. help them. Of course, you, of course, um, I know this is also your personality as well. Like you would want to help that person. Not just going to say, well, I'm new here. I can't really help. But you'll just point them to the direction of, to someone who can actually help. But yeah, it was just one of those like, they look at you like, oh, you should have answers to X, Y, and Z. And yeah yeah and sometimes i'm thinking we have lanyards and yeah it it clearly tagged medical student but (laughs) it's just oh yeah so it was one of those things i think with that it's interesting because as soon as you wear like your normal clothes you're completely ignored (laughs) and then once you wear scrubs everybody looks at you um, if you have a stethoscope around your <laughs> neck, oh my goodness, you know, you're now important all of a sudden. Oh. And um, people give way to you. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting what the power um, a stethoscope and scrubs can, can have. have. No, definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting. It really is. And on the flip side... I think sometimes when you're in the hospital, and even if you have scrubs or stethoscope, um, sometimes uh, I've seen like sometimes patients will not, not you'd find sometimes specific patients, they wouldn't say that, I don't know if they doubt that you're a medical student or starting to be a doctor, but they would either, well, for me anyway, my experience, it would be, oh, you're the nurse or you're um, the assistant to they wouldn't automatically think that you might be also not that those fields are not important they're very important and we've seen how much like nurses and HCs hold the hospital and how much they really help and do on the wards particularly but it's always um, when you're a girl I don't know they I, I don't know, it's always like a backward thinking about if you're female and sometimes if you're a colored person, you would, the first thought wouldn't be you, your, your medical student or your student doctor. I, I, I always like mm. find sometimes those situations whereby you might, some, someone may have introduced you as, let's say, the student doctor, but then you'll hear, of, oh, you're the um oh you're studying to be a nurse or you're studying to be oh you're the hca could you help with this and that but yeah it's 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 just always quite interesting to see that other side 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I sometimes think, those are um, the challenges of being in a medical environment, in a clinical environment, and being uh, being perceived as young and also a woman. Yeah, I think um, going off the point of. Um, like a colored person I think you know it says a lot when a receptionist looks at you and um it's kind of like yeah go on um it's good to see more colored um student doctors and I think um I mean that's really telling of the situation of the situation and I think um it's just I mean, it's great that she made that comment, but yeah. <laughs> on the other side, it's kind of sad it that is very sad. there's not much diversity amongst mm-hmm. the um, doctors. Whereas with nurses, you can see there's so much diversity. diversity yeah. um, <clears throat> but then when it comes to doctors, there isn't yeah. much. And um, I remember another comment being said that um now talking about pediatricians um Mm -hmm. that there's hardly any um colored Mm -hmm. um consultant pediatricians and that's really telling um, about the kind of situation in medicine at the moment oh definitely i think they definitely (coughs) need to be more diversity so sometimes patients yeah. might not be shocked to see either a colored person or um, a young female being, um, yeah, just being in that role of either training to be a doctor or in training. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I remember one experience. I was doing ward rounds with um, a young junior doctor and it's interesting sometimes when I see how sometimes specific patients would refer to like the female doctors as opposed to like the male doctors I always hear comments of like oh sweetheart and I'm just like sweetheart (laughs) no I remember when I had that and I was just thinking it's sometimes like it 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 you're taking it's very patronizing it's very patronizing and i just remember yeah and as of course being in that <coughs> role of course you cannot react you cannot <coughs> say oh you know what um you you might just take whatever is thrown your way and just maybe you might feel bad but just these are just mm-hmm. uh, sadly the things like doctors face particularly female doctors but i th- i think I I mean I don't understand why must individuals males in particular be so patronizing towards females yeah. and is it is it that we're so incapable I mean why is it such a shock that there's female doctors exactly I mean females are capable of a lot yeah um whether it's to do whether we're talking about medicine itself you know they're capable of being doctors just as much as males are and also like outside of medicine mm-hmm. i mean we are like we, we we're capable of so much you know yeah. just because we're females like i don't understand like we're not uh, living in the stone i don't not. know if it's 
Yeah, and that thinking needs to really be wiped out. Because why is it always that males get the upper hand on things? And it's, sorry to bring this up, but it just reminds me of the, sorry, excuse me, the recent, like, basically, I was watching this documentary Mm -hmm. about, um, what was it on? basically how you've survived a killing um and it's basically mostly females um who survived because there's this serial killer going around raping women and um you know Mm -hmm. doing whatever and the way like the area that those women lived in or like would go about it would be like oh yes women stay at home you have a curfew um do this do that and so Mm -hmm. for yes like basically like that and i just think well actually why don't you tell the males Mm -hmm. to stay at home for them to have a curfew for them to perhaps be educated um why is it that now the females need to um, stay at home I mean it, it just oh, it's just so unfair I feel like there's so much gender bias going on um, even in this day and age it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous no, at I, this point I agree I agree and thanks yeah. for raising that because you hear that with every unfortunate incident with either uh a woman who's been killed who's been found dead and then they find out that oh this has happened and now you see the news or the police telling now women to be more alert or stay at home if you don't need to go somewhere or don't walk alone and all these precautions that women need to take and you're there thinking mm. why not educate men to act appropriate like exactly why should it be that oh now women need to be the ones taking x wednesday precautions so they don't end up in that situation why is it that it's more men and maybe some men maybe might not be comfortable walking alone in the dark and that's fine because i'm not saying that this may not happen to men but we know that cases of um against men it's not as frequent or doesn't happen as much as crimes against women and i just feel like i yeah i think with that i feel like with men Mm -hmm. it does happen a lot especially with young boys it's just not reported um and even like yeah it's just unfortunately Mm -hmm. not reported uh, as um, much as um, girls or women going through that yeah. not quite sure why but it's just sad it's really sad it really is and um, when I so in terms of like much like let's say older males or men who are much older I feel like um, you feel like if say an a guy who's like older who you feel can protect himself is much comfortable walking in the dark by themselves but i feel like women feel like 
more they feel more unsafe if they're walking by themselves late at night and you hear stories like oh don't put your earphones in don't do this or that but then this is just on just looking around you see that men are more comfortable walking alone in the dark but of course it does happen like incidences and killings do happen to men too not just women like you said and like you said sadly Mm -hmm. younger boys teenagers um they might just you know be going about their days and you hear you hear like of specifics especially like cases in london we've had quite a lot of like stabbings and you're just there thinking um can't we just create a safer environment for everyone and educate Mm -hmm. everyone on what wrong means like how to act appropriately educate Mm -hmm. educate your children educate your boy educate women educate everyone so the world is more safer more better to do things people want to do without feeling unsafe yeah and i'm sorry Mm -hmm. i know we've digressed completely out of like the talk of medicine but i just feel like it does tie on to like the point we were raising mm-hmm. I think sorry just to add on to the thing that you said I think you know taking that those precautions about not putting your earphones in for example mm-hmm. wearing black bright clothing and I mean yeah you can do all of that you can be the safest person on this planet mm-hmm. you know and do everything that people like follow all the rules that will make you safe but it will be that person who will be affected Mm -hmm. um and it's it's so sad and like you said i agree everybody needs to be educated don't just say oh yeah you know girls women by the way this is what you need to follow to be safe but actually even if you follow all of that Mm -hmm you can still be a target to somebody else and also i mean educate everybody don't Mm. isolate females and say oh this is what you must do like no no educate the men out there um because they have such a toxic culture i think um yeah when it like not i mean not everybody but um yeah like sometimes you know when you're on when you're out and about and you're passing like a group of males um and you overhear the conversation and it's like really it's always about um women and and it's not nice things it's really not it's really shocking what they're talking about and the fact that they're all encouraging each other is really really bad Mm. Um. Yeah. No. But yes, yeah. We have digressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I agree. I agree. Those type of conversations that, especially you're talking down upon a, a female or objectifying yeah. females, it, it it's that mm-hmm. that mindset that it that's very toxic. Can't we just all be respectful and? fine people might say oh well that's just teenager talk no why should that be normalized why should you 
shouldn't teenagers be the ones to like start earlier on don't start up a behavior yeah. that may carry on to adult and you end up with people who are trying to commit some heinous crimes because oh well you know that behavior was encouraged as they're growing up so i guess it became normal for them to objectify and just treat women in a very bad way mm. yeah yeah no it's not right no it's all. not it really isn't yeah but and just like you said no we digressed completely yeah, but I, I, yeah. I, it's it's good to like touch on such important topics as well, especially when it crosses our minds. It's best to like always like address it because sometimes you have that thought and you're thinking, you know what? Let's address it because it, it's it's sometimes good to share like some of these ideas to our listeners because sometimes as much as we set up to talk about a specific topic, it's good to you know touch on other topics here and there during the conversation so I thought that was good that we brought that up mm-hmm. yeah yeah me too um, speaking about culture at medical school mm-hmm. um, Gigi what do you think about it <laughs> okay I'm just gonna start with now starting medical school so before even getting into medical school I feel like a lot of people have this idea of oh I'll get into medical school I will be doing amazing things which you will be doing incredible things because what you're learning will help someone or you'll you'll be equipped to save a life so yeah it is the actual things that you're learning is quite incredible and yeah medicine very respectable field but now we want to touch on like specific um, things that maybe are not well addressed or people don't get to see that side of medicine or if they do it's not well talked or people rarely talk about it or they shy away from talking about it but yeah now you are now in medical school this is something that i have personally observed i just feel like sometimes um people get um I wouldn't say it's a thing that this is just from also talking to my non-medic friends. They've commented about this and initially I used to think, oh, is it really? But now having gone through or going through medical school, I'm now seeing what people talk about. So for example, specific traits, personality traits, you do find that some people might be, I want to say conceited, but with, um, fine, you've gotten into medical, so you should be proud about that. But in the process, you become this, you can't, you, you don't want to hear any other person's opinion because you feel your own is more superior because you're studying medicine. And you feel like, oh, well, I should know, um, I should know better. So when you're interacting with either non-medics, you feel like, well... I'm in medical school, so I should know better. And it's sad that you do hear people actually acting like this. And uh, it, it is so really sad. sad. It is really sad because getting into medical school does not equate to like your intelligent levels. Fine, you will be considered smart because you've gotten the grades for it. You've um, 
but in terms of like intelligence is more than just getting good grades so this idea this um thinking that just because you're in medical school everyone else is now more inferior to you now you need to be treating everyone um with disrespect because well your word holds more weight if that makes sense if honestly doesn't make sense to me but you do hear of such situations but that doesn't that doesn't make any sense at all i mean we're all human beings at the end of the day regardless of what one is doing one is studying Mm -hmm. whatever like it doesn't mean that one my opinion is superior to somebody else or my way of thinking like i mean come on (laughs) can we can we not think like that because i don't understand this business of oh yes by the way oh my goodness i'm a medical student i'm so much i'm so above everybody else i'm like a walking gold Mm -hmm. person don't touch me i'm invincible no i mean can we all just tone it down a little bit i mean i like even for me myself I don't like saying I'm a medical student because everybody's like, oh my goodness, wow, wow, wow. And there's me then, like, I have no reaction because it's like, okay, it it doesn't make me a better person than somebody else. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't get that business of superiority and making others inferior, no. And it's also, and not just how some students like act with non-medics it's also how Mm. they act among like each other like other medical students there's also like some Mm -hmm. it's i would say some form of hierarchy in terms of like how people perceive others i don't know about if you've had this experience but yeah people sometimes would look at of course if let's say you are there's racism sadly there's racism in medical school and i don't know if there are any of our listeners who are in medical school or studying medicine or even in any healthcare professional who've experienced this and say you are a colored person or you are as they might refer in the UK the BAME communities there's always like um, there's always like some form of hierarchy particularly in medical school how you're perceived or how other students perceive you you might know things you might like want to like share ideas but most of the times your ideas are either challenged or oh but you need to show proof of where that came from or your word isn't like you, you you have to like prove yourself to people which is so yeah. sad no it I, I so, agree so with sad. that because we get it yeah. for a very very long time medicine was always considered that profession whereby only as people who looked a certain way were able to get into it but we've ad- advanced as a society. We've come a long way. I would hope we've come a long way to the point where everyone has equal opportunities. Not just how one person looks that, oh, you're fit to be studying medicine. No. But, yeah, that culture, that, oh, that, 
and sometimes not even just with other students it could be even staff members it's you heal this you heal this with with different medical schools where like students will speak up anonymously and say of specific experiences and they'll think my goodness here we are not only are you fighting racism out in the world you're also fighting it in the career that you chose in the path you chose to study it's really really sad really yeah and yeah yeah i think um yeah i mean to talk about the culture between medical Mm -hmm. students i mean uh, can i just remind everybody that we're going through the same thing you know it's not like we're all studying a different degree we're all in medicine we're all medical students. Why do we need to look down upon each other? Like, it should be that we're encouraging each other. If you know that somebody's struggling, yeah. be mm-hmm. there for that person. If if you know them, don't make their day worse by looking down upon them. I mean, it's going back to this kind of like thinking about, oh, I'm superior um, to somebody else. No. I mean, just tone it down. And I remember, we were, um, we on on our first day. Oh my <laughs> goodness, we went onto the ward, and there's another medical student there. And the first thing this medical student did was look us up and down. And I just think is that I mean, for crying out loud, we're all wearing scrubs just to let you know. So there's nothing to look at, you know, because we're all wearing the same thing. Um, we all have a stethoscope around our neck. We all have a lanyard saying, a medical student. We don't need to look down upon yeah. each other. Because, yeah, I mean, like, with that situation, considering that the medical student was there first, I mean, if I was there and I see new medical students coming in, I would just be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. What's your name? Um, Is this your first day? Let me help you around, show you where things are you know like because that's helping that because it's daunting to go into a new ward go into a new Mm -hmm. department it's your first day of your clinical placements ever you don't need to be looked down upon um anybody um and it's not right with medical no and i think in general in medical school the environment is so toxic (laughs) like the sheer amount of competition between one another I just think sorry you're playing the game on your own because I have decided to take myself out of that because I just think it's it's not a conducive environment it's you can't it just makes somebody feel worse about themselves I think and it's not Mm -hmm. right because you're going into a profession that you're supposed to care about people and if you can't even look after your colleagues who by the way are going through the same thing to some extent by studying medicine then how how are you going to help people like in terms of patients um and be understanding Mm -hmm. and even look after your colleagues once you're a doctor like we're i don't we're supposed to be a t 
team yeah. and look out for each other, not be against each other, which feels to be the case most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just think it's it's not great. And I think, you know, this is the thing that people don't advertise prior, like when it comes to medical school. Um it's always like, oh yes, medical school, it's great, become a doctor, blah, 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 so rewarding. But nobody really mentions the other side of um, medical school and medicine yeah. about how pressurizing it yeah. is. And and I mean, they do mention it here and there, but not to what extent <laughs> and also not mentioning what is so pressurizing about it because I think there there's different types of pressure coming from different angles um yeah and it's really not a great environment to be in and especially like um during placement because you're in every single day most of the time you know nine till five um it's i mean it's not great it's i mean it can really really drive somebody crazy it can make people drop out um which is sad because i think um yeah Yeah. the culture should not be that toxic and that negative to drive people Mm -hmm. away um and to be honest i haven't seen anybody do anything about it in terms of like um yeah because it's it's almost like a topic that nobody wants to discuss when you mention it they're like people just pretend oh no it's great it's great really is it really that great because you know it surely it can't because you know like they say it to your face that it's great i'm great you know i'm doing fine but then you, you overhear conversations that they um when they speak to other people and, and then they're, you hear that they're struggling. But I don't understand why be so pretentious because we can all help each yeah. other. I might be doing something to help my mm-hmm. sanity that, you know, might help somebody else. You might be doing something um, to help your mental health and your sanity and help you get through medical mm-hmm. school that, you know, someone else might find useful. There's no need to pretend. And... I think pretending, the per- the people who are pretending, it makes their situation worse yeah. because they're just holding everything mm-hmm. in and not talking about it and not being honest. Yeah, yeah. no, um, you've raised two points that um, I want to add more on. The first one about like the teamwork and just trying to support each other. Yes, it's, speaking mm-hmm. of which, it. It, it's so evident like in uni or in school when you hear people talking about oh studying or study time people try to like tone things down to show either they're not studying to try I don't know wh- why people are not like just like you said like being very pretentious with what exactly they're doing I don't know why there's this like constant competition about well, you find someone saying, well, I don't really, ha- I'm not really studying. But then you hear people are either stuck in the library 
four hours studying. So I'm just there thinking, <laughs> exactly. why exactly. are you lying? <laughs> like, how is this benefiting someone? Oh, God. Like, just be... Exactly. Uh, don't you want, like, to be just honest with things? Like, uh, what, what what's the need for lying? Like, constant, oh, I exactly. haven't even prepared for that. Oh, I haven't done this. And you're there thinking wait a minute, weren't you just doing this the other day? Or, like, you've actually seen that person doing something, so you're just there wondering, why are you lying to someone? And you'd actually overhear these conversations, just, oh, I haven't done this and that. But then at the same time, you're wondering, wait, didn't we just see them doing X, Y, and Z? So why don't you want to, like, work together as a team or just be open and honest about things? It's it's, exactly. it's it's so so sad. It really is really sad to see um people like lie about that what they're doing in terms of like you know their studying time or you don't need to be telling people everything that you're doing. But when you someone is asking you specific things and you guys are having a discussion, but then you're actively lying about things, what's your reason for doing that? Like how is that serving you or how is that are you uh, it, it, that's something I never understand I just never understand another thing you brought about people suffering in silence it's so so accurate oh my goodness I feel like the culture in medical school people don't want to show weakness people don't want to actually open up about struggling because first I blame the environment mm-hmm. because everyone wants to put on this yeah. facade of like I'm perfect I'm doing everything right um, my expectations I'm being expected to always overperform or do really well so when people it makes people who genuinely want to share that they're struggling it makes it so difficult for them because they don't have that environment to open up and yeah so you'd find people suffering in silence and they it affects them mentally it really even affects their physical health and sometimes you'd find people just mm-hmm. struggling to cope they are struggling with medical because it, it is the pressures in medical school and just medicine in general there's it's a lot of pressure the environment is so intense you have a lot of things to study you also have especially if you're in the clinical in your clinical years where you're required to also have some study time and also do some hospital clinics or ward round or wards teaching is so much is expected of you so of course it's it's okay what i'm trying to say is it's okay to show that side let can, can we just normalize that with medicine like it's okay to just not be okay it really is yeah, yeah. i think I think just to add on to that, suffering silence, you're not helping yourself. Um, And you're not helping the people around Mm -hmm. you because everybody around you thinks that you're okay. And, you know, they might talk about certain things that might be triggering for the person Mm -hmm. who's suffering in silence. And then it just goes on to this vicious, toxic cycle of making things worse. And nobody knows. And, you know, I would be, you know, grateful and thankful if somebody opened up to me about Mm -hmm. it because I just think, okay, you know, you understand that person then. And, you know, if somebody, like, for example, 
if you're with your clinical partner on the wards and they just say to you, by the way, I'm really struggling mm-hmm. today, you pick each other up. Yeah. You, you know, your clinical partner should be like, you know what? No, we've got this. Yeah. I'll be, th- I'll lead today, you know? It's fine that you're struggling. Yeah. Let me know what I can do to help you exactly. get through the day. And that makes such a, a difference mm-hmm. rather than somebody suffering in silence, yeah. you know. Even if that person needs to go away to cry for a few minutes, absolutely yeah. fine. Go do that because it's crying, mm-hmm. I feel like it's very relieving rather than holding everything mm-hmm. in, you know. And I think by keeping everything in it doesn't help the people around you for example you might be snappy at them you might um just you might just be in a foul mood Mm -hmm. but nobody knows why then not just your colleagues and um around you but you might do that to patients and that's not fair Mm -hmm. because um yeah because like if you have that clinical partner and you just tell them oh yeah by the way i'm really struggling today and whatever Mm -hmm. um hopefully the clinical partner will be like it's fine i'll lead today um and you just tag along you know then you don't have to interact as much and you know with patients perhaps and you might not be as snappy you know and it will make the environment a lot better um yeah and I think you know this act of not showing your weakness nobody's perfect for crying out loud (laughs) weakness is courageous it's good to have um to be able to you know be honest about your weaknesses because how are you going to grow as a person how are you going to grow as a medical student Mm -hmm. How are you going to grow as a doctor and become a better version of yourself in those different aspects and other aspects in your life? Because if you're going to constantly pretend that you're perfect, you're actually doing a great disservice to yourself because each and every time, nothing is going to ever be good enough. Mm. Um, You're not growing as a person you're not reflecting, you're not becoming more self-aware and aware about your, you know, surroundings and whatnot. And actually, the person who's suffering is truly that person who's not speaking up and pretending all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's sad. Bec- and I think the the culture in medical school, it allow it, it allows people to do that and it, it almost kind of guides people to do that Mm. indirectly um and yeah and although like you know medical schools are like yes reach out if you need help if you're struggling if you're this and that and you know but then actually in reality are you really going to help that student because sometimes like i mean the stories i've heard some educational institutes just make it so difficult for people to reach out for Mm -hmm. help i mean if they can't reach out for help from an educational institute that's supposed to make like produce caring doctors then who else are they going to seek help from you know Mm -hmm. and i mean surely a medical school should be able to 
understand mental well-being um but no I, i don't think that's the case for a lot of places which is which is not good because you know imagine if a student gets through medical school barely in terms of like surviving mm-hmm. it um not in terms of grades yeah. um they get into go into their foundation years that is going to be such a struggle for them yeah. goodness i mean it's already stressful and pressurizing mm-hmm. at medical school just being a medical student now imagine the great responsibility the pressure of being a junior doctor oh. and the hours that you work yeah. and just the whole toxic environment and i think you're really really driving mm-hmm. people to their deathbeds and as sad and as brutal as it sounds that's the unfortunately the reality of things yeah. and i think you know covid has really highlighted that definitely definitely yeah i think you really um you've spoken about something quite important about how institutions need to support not just students mm-hmm. also um i can't speak on junior doctors but from speaking to some of them sometimes they might be overwhelmed because maybe they're not getting the support they need but mm-hmm. yeah i think it's so imperative for institutions to support not just by saying or stating it in a document that they support if needed but being very proactive and setting up sessions having active discussions open discussions about things that are going on creating that safe space for people to actually discuss things even if it's things that these institutions don't want to hear but it's things that may help them to be very um feel supported and feel like that if by them sharing whatever is going on that maybe something may change and that's the thing another thing mm-hmm. it's one thing just raising these issues and concerns but it's another thing to have these concerns addressed so it's not happening over and over again creating a toxic environment where people cannot feel like they can be open about what they're going through or just in general about um the support they're receiving or even if they're having issues with the institution itself it's important to mm-hmm. have that open communication and things need to actually change but otherwise we're just continuing on and perpetuating an existing toxic culture over and over again because things are not changing so i feel like Absolutely. things really yeah. have to change in medical school they and do. beyond as you're training to be a doctor they really really yeah. do and i think you know i mean you know when you when you go mm-hmm. when you're on placements you meet doctors doctors from different levels like you s- meet registrars consultants junior doctors great and you'd think some of the like i mean s- most of them have been fantastic but some of them i just think to myself you've been through the exact same position as we have been do do you not want to s- provide a supporting hand That's at all true. yeah 
considering you've gone through the same thing as we have you know it's it's just mind-baffling because if I'm you know going further and further through my training as a doctor Mm -hmm. I would want to support my juniors you know show guide them support them if they have any questions you know I would want to answer them not brush them brush them off and kind of be like oh sorry I don't have time whatsoever Mm -hmm. for you and I just think well the more you progress into your um, training and into your career in medicine the more responsibility I feel like you have in terms of supporting those who are um, early on in their training Mm -hmm. because you yourself have been through it and surely if you if you were in your early days of training Mm -hmm. you would want to have that support so why not give that support back um yeah it's it's so sad i mean some of the things (laughs) the way people act i'm like goodness gracious me i mean did you wake up from the wrong side of the bed today because (laughs) yeah i mean even i appreciate if somebody says you know what i'm not in the right headspace today yeah but come ask me another time completely completely understand it's different if somebody just you know brushes you off and ignores you and brushes you off like that it's it's like okay what did you do wrong did you ask the wrong question did you yeah and it's it's shakes your and it's all about support it does oh my goodness it does because it doesn't want you to speak up anymore it doesn't you know if you've had that experience with that one person you you think okay my goodness am i allowed to ask Mm -hmm. questions am i going to be is everybody going to react in that same way and it you know it really kind of starts that cycle of you know not speaking up and suffering in silence it's it's such a shame it really is but i'm yeah from for me i'm just thankful to have you as my <laughs> clinical partner Aww. my goodness thanks jj i am so yeah. grateful to you i think we support each other really well and um yes i, I agree I, I know we say this to each other quite often but yeah it's it really does make a difference you know supporting does, each other really to because we won't always have like good days the days that are just so difficult but that support and not just um not just academic support but also support like mentally and just Mm. because it's it is a tough environment and yeah so having that clinical part and friend to you know to lean on and for support to support each other to encourage each other because it, that's at the end of the day that makes a world of difference it really does it does yeah. it really does and you know if if you have friends out there who you feel like mm-hmm. are struggling or just not themselves just reach out yeah. to them um just check on them exactly. because my goodness you never know whether that person is going to be here tomorrow mm-hmm. you really really don't exactly. um and if you were in that situation do what you would want to yeah. um do if you were suffering or struggling or going through something 
just treat others like you would want to be treated um don't ignore things exactly and also follow your gut instinct <laughs> it's usually a hundred percent right yeah um yeah yeah because take it as though like you if you're trained to pick up signs and symptoms from a patient looking at the patient mm-hmm. then try to like take that into your personal life not actively looking in a medical standpoint of things but be more observant yeah. as you would like observing a patient be observant with people in your life not necessarily it doesn't have to be close friends or people who are in the same learning environment as you understand that not everyone will be either um mentally strong understand that some people may be struggling pick up specific things that are different with them and uh, politely approach them and just say oh you know kindly like oh so and so you know i've noticed um you know your yourself lately and i just wanted to check in to make sure everything is okay politely just don't like i wish more and more people were more comfortable reaching out to people what's the worst that can happen they'll tell you well don't talk to me fine but at the end of the day you've tried you have tried to like talk to them or approach the person to just at the end of the day sometimes people just want someone to talk to and maybe they just don't know who to Mm -hmm. yeah so creating that you can always talk to me space yes and talking my goodness goes a long 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 way it really does yeah it helps people it really does talking really helps people it helps the situation Mm -hmm. and you know it really does i like i honestly can't emphasize how much talking helps um and i always say that talking is the best medicine um yeah no absolutely absolutely yeah but i'm I'm glad we touched on this side of medicine me too yeah, me too it's it's it's, it's good that it's a, i know they mostly discuss the glamorous side of medicine but sometimes it's also important to touch on the not so good sides absolutely yeah, yeah. so yeah and it's important that people understand not everything will be rosy yeah so i yeah i really love that we talked about this i thought this was a really good topic me too um yeah it was a good discussion i think very yeah and highlighted a lot of important points and just i guess shine some light on Mm -hmm. the reality of things definitely yeah and yeah to our listeners um again send us an email send uh what you thought about this episode and if you have any comments you don't need to be a medic just any comments and thoughts about today's episodes we'd love to hear from you as always but thank you for uh tuning in and we hope you'll join us again next week yes thank you bye Bye.